Hi, this is Pastor Bob Yandian. I'm going to be taking up a particular sin today, jealousy, which is really a root cause for so many problems in your life. God wants you to be able to overcome jealousy. Satan had jealousy toward others, those that seemed better than him. In fact, he was even jealous of God. Let's go to the Word of God and find out how we can conquer it and become so settled in life, happy and content. For more than 40 years, Bob Yandian has been an expositor of the Bible, making seemingly complicated doctrine easy to understand. Grab your Bible and study the Word of God with Pastor Bob Yandian. Hello, welcome again to Student of the Word with Pastor Bob Yandian. So great to have you here today. And listen, not only do I appreciate you watching, I appreciate the testimonies of people writing in. Not only just, you know, this thought was good, just the whole essence of the broadcast has really helped to change my life. I realize I'm unique. I'm not separately better than anybody else. I know where my calling is. And I'm a teacher of the Word of God, and I just delight in seeing things in the Word of God I haven't seen before, things that were right there in a verse of Scripture that the Holy Spirit amplifies, bringing it out to you, and of course, changing your lives. And uh, I just was recently in a meeting, and there's a lady that attended there that probably about three or four years ago ordered one of my uh, flash drives. It's the entire Word of, I mean, everything I've taught, Old and New Testament. And uh, she said she'd been listening to it now for three years and hadn't even got out of the New Testament yet into the Old Testament. But she had sent me a note saying, you know, that uh, ever since she bought it, she started listening to it in the car and just picking up every time she drove where she left off before, had it got through uh, chapters and books and things like this. She said after one year, she wrote me and just let me know that her total life had changed. She talked about stability, that she has stability in her life she's never had before. So that was great. I mean, I love that. And just one testimony just really made my day. And when you write in testimonies, it really affects my day too. So I just want to read you a real quick one here. And this is from Holly. Apparently I was teaching a series when she listened and uh, watched the program. She said, this is a tremendous series you're teaching. Thank you so very much. And that just simply means she's learning some things she never knew before and things that she's seen in the word of God. So again, I thank you. If you'd let, listen, write in, tell me. And uh, you know, uh, you can uh, write in, let me know just uh, what it is, you know, that, that blessed you so much. Maybe something that opened up, expanded to you. And uh, if it's really good, I'll put it on the air. If it's really bad, I might write you back. I may not. I don't know. But anyway, I get some criticisms and things like that, too. So, you know, there's uh, not everybody appeals to everybody. So, but if you've been blessed by the broadcast, things have come out that you've never seen, things that help you to understand, comprehend things you never had before, just let me know. It really makes my day. Not that I need you puffing me up because I don't want to get puffed up. I just like to know that it helped somebody in their situation. Today, we're going to talk about defining jealousy. And this is uh, taught in my book on Proverbs. I know this could be a great blessing for you. So I'd love for you to have a copy of it for yourself. And the announcer will come on at halftime telling you how you can have a copy and be blessed in your own life through it. So uh, that'll be coming up then. Uh, listen, these books, you know, this covers so much more. This is not a word by word, verse by verse teaching through the book of Proverbs, but it simply takes it in categories and talks about different things Things because Proverbs will teach it, and then maybe three chapters teach it later, like when it comes to teaching your children about sex and the evil woman, the adulterous woman, the difference between the two. Well, this brought out in different chapters, so I'll bring those up and, and teach it by topics. So again, that'll be a great blessing for you. I, I heard a story one time from a minister. I was at a conference, 
And this minister was talking about uh, business people that attended his church. He said, one man, he said, you know, he tried three times and failed three times, went bankrupt three times, trying to start a business and didn't know what he was doing wrong and came to the pastor one day and said, listen, I'm not going to quit. I just want to know if I'm doing it wrong. He said, and can you help me? He said, well, what do you want to know? He said, do you know of any good books on business written by Christians? And he said, yes, the book of Proverbs. He said, really? He said, yes. If you'll read one chapter of Proverbs a day, he said, it'll take you, you know, one chapter in Proverbs, there's 31 chapters. It'll take you a month to go through the book and the next month, start again. And the next month, start again. He said, keep doing that over and over again. The man did that and got into business and within a few years was one of the major businesses in the city and credits it all to the book of Proverbs. Again, there's good books out there and by successful business people, but they usually teach you a formula. The Bible just comes back to character. The book of Proverbs is a continual look at your character and really bring out the fact that is what makes a business successful. In fact, what makes your life successful, your family successful. And so again, that book will be offered to you here coming up at halftime. That's gonna be a great blessing for you. Today, we're gonna talk about defining jealousy. And there'll be some Proverbs in this, but uh, we're gonna start with James chapter three and verse 14, where James tells us here, if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. You see, jealousy is really a manifestation of self-centeredness and self-centeredness is the root of sin. It's all about you, not about the Lord, not about anybody else because the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Then it's okay to love yourself, but it goes on to say, and then second, I'll love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. Don't put yourself above God. Don't put yourself between God and others. Put yourself on equal level with other people. And even later on, the book of Philippians tells us there's even a higher level of love considering others better than yourself. Let's define again. Let me read that verse of scripture again. James 3, 14. If you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. Let's define what jealousy is. Jealousy is a mental sin. It demands exclusive devotion and is intolerant of rivalry. It is a total preoccupation with self. Now, of course, this is what sin is, but jealousy becomes a demonstration, an outward manifestation of sin in the heart, and jealousy is looking down on others while magnifying yourself. Jealousy comes from pride and was thus the major cause of Lucifer's rebellion and fall. It came from, again, the pride that he had and jealousy toward God and jealousy toward the elect angels and all that. And so he ended up sinning against God. I don't know why he was so upset, but I guess because he wasn't top dog. I mean, he was number four on the list. There was Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and then there was Lucifer. In fact, he was called the anointed cherub that covers. The cherubim were the highest ranking angels in heaven, and he was the highest ranking of the the highest ranking, right under the Godhead himself, given dominion over the earth. He looked out for the earth. And so again, head of praise and worship. He And so jealousy, again, came from pride. He was the major cause of Lucifer's rebellion and then Lucifer's fall. Jealousy is resentful with the blessings, successes, or status of other people. Jealousy is resentful of the attractiveness or the attention that others receive, demanding that attention himself. Jealousy is pure selfishness and is incapable of love. Jealousy then manifests itself as superiority 
arrogance toward other people, magnifies the faults of others while ignoring their own strength. Jealousy replaces admiration for others with envy, anger toward them. And this person who is jealous is envious of the strengths and popularity of other people. In other words, whatever anybody else has, he wishes all it was directed toward him and none toward anybody else. In other words, it's a God complex. A jealous person eventually wants to replace, as Satan did, replace God, overthrow him. And so what happened in the case of Lucifer, he was jealous of God, jealous of the fact that all praise and worship went to him, jealous of the fact that he owned everything. And uh, although at that time, Lucifer owned a lot of things, God gave it to him. It came back to this again, that eventually it caused his downfall and jealousy will eventually cause your downfall. Jealousy overlooks the callings and the gifts the other people have. Jealousy in one person does not understand the gifts that accompany calling. So the jealous person never sees the fact that the reason why these people have gifts in their life and these things is because they have a calling on their life. They don't see how the gifts and callings work together. The jealous person does not have their callings, but still desires their gifts. They look at the giftings they have, the spiritual gifts that God has given them. And, and oftentimes they look at the personality of somebody else, but doesn't realize these are things that come with birth and usually directed towards certain individuals. And what God is trying to tell this person is find your gift. Instead of seeking his own gifts from God, he tries to imitate others. He's envious of, and literally he's forever chasing the ideal of being someone more desired and popular, never being satisfied with himself. So he ends up running down others while trying to build himself up and eventually loses all friends he has. The strange thing about a jealous person is, is they can't see the faults in themselves where other people can. They brag about all these one things and people just want to distance themselves after a while from a really jealous person. The source of jealousy is the flesh the nature of sin found inside of us. Galatians chapter five tells us this in verses 19 and 20. The works of the flesh are evident or manifest. In other words, you can't keep it inside of yourself all the time. Eventually they're gonna come out. Listen, no outward sin begins as an outward sin. It starts as a thought in the heart and then not taking authority over that thought, letting begin to fester on the inside to where one day it comes out on the outside. Nobody picks up a knife and murders someone without first of all, having evil thoughts inside of themselves they did not deal with. Sin never begins on the outside. It always begins on the inside, but again, is not contained, is not dealt with. Galatians 5, 19 and 20 says again, the works of the flesh are evident. They come out on the outside, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. Here's the next one, jealousy. Jealousy eventually manifests itself on the outside, but it's really a work of the flesh on the inside. The work of the flesh, the flesh nature that's found in your body, constantly fights for attention to the mind. That's why to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Your mind or your, uh, your ability to think 
whichever direction it takes is what's going to control you. If it's under control of your spirit and you are spiritually minded, then everything you produce comes out as life and peace and is eternal, blesses others, brings rewards in heaven. But whenever you swing over and you become carnally minded, then these things begin to come out and it's called the works of the flesh. The flesh cannot produce anything unless it's got control of the mind, the thinking. And therefore, again, says in Galatians 5.19 that the works of the flesh become evident or manifest on the outside. Again, I read down the list. Adultery and fornication never start out by jumping in bed with a woman or a man. No, it starts out with thoughts on the inside that are not dealt with. And then those thoughts, again, begin to take control of your life. Then you allow them and they can become the act of adultery, the act of fornication, the act of uncleanness. And uh, this is this is uh, unclean sex. I mean, this goes from adultery and fornication into homosexuality and all types of, of wrong sins in the word of God containing in the area of sex. Then lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, and jealousy are all found there. The announcer's about to come on and tell you how you can have a copy of this. And again, I wanna thank all of you who have not only joined me in listening, and watching this broadcast, but have also joined me in prayer and also in monthly giving. Thank you so much. If you'd like to become a monthly giver, a partner with me, you can go to my website, bobyandian.com, and there you'll find a place where you can join me in the heart first and next of all, in the giving of finances and prayer as a partner. See you right after the break. Many Christians are quick to confess all that they are, all that they have, and all they can do. They appear to overflow in knowledge of righteousness, healing, authority, and many other spiritual truths. Yet for all this spiritual knowledge, many of these same people are foolish and unlearned when it comes to the practical things of Christian life. As James said, my brethren, these things ought not be so. The book of Proverbs is a prime source of the wisdom we need for daily existence, and a close study of it is well worth our time and attention. In Proverbs, Wisdom for Today, Bob Yandian discusses what wisdom is, its benefits, how to find it, where it comes from, and how to receive it in order to help you live a life of wisdom. To order Proverbs, Wisdom for Today, visit our website at bobyandian.com. Theology Simplified is a practical guide to foundational biblical truth. Basic doctrines are not difficult, but easy to understand. They often become disguised as complicated or deep-sounding words, but the definitions are simple. Pastor Bob makes complex theological concepts clear and practical. Eight crucial doctrines of the Christian faith are demystified. Redemption, justification, sanctification, reconciliation, predestination, election, propitiation, and glorification. These eight precepts, essential for all believers to understand, come to light as you read and arrive at a deeper understanding of the finished work of Jesus Christ. To order Theology Simplified, visit our website at bobyandian.com. Bob Yandian Ministries is training up a new generation in the Word of God. Because of your generosity and faithfulness, this teaching ministry is able to change countless lives. You will never know until you get to heaven how many people received Jesus, were filled with the Holy Spirit, healed, or found God's will for their life through your support and prayers. If you would like to become a partner with Bob Yandian, 
visit our website at bobyandian.com and click on Partnership. We left off with Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20, talking about that the source of jealousy is the flesh or the nature of sin inside of us. Instead of looking out and seeing other people doing a great job, saying, how can I imitate that person? What are they doing that I can do and do it to be a blessing to others? No, that comes from your spirit. But the nature of the flesh says, I hate that person, despise that person, because what I see in them, I want it in me, but I don't have it. So what I'm going to do is run them down. I'm going to try to get rid of them. I'm going to lie about them. And all these things happen because of a source of jealousy on the inside. And as we pointed out, it was really that little root of jealousy that eventually sprang up inside of Lucifer and caused him. He was jealous of God and jealous of his popularity jealous of the fact that everybody worshiped him, all the angels worshiped him. He wanted his position and said, finally, I will arise into heaven. I will sit upon the throne. I I want his throne. I want his position. And since that time, he's been fighting to overthrow God the entire history. All the way, I mean, this was before Adam when he fell from heaven. At the time of Adam, he was still trying and succeeded through Adam in taking over this world, but he is not going to succeed in taking over the entire universe and then running again, running it from God's uh, throne in heaven. The source of jealousy again is the flesh, the sin nature. Galatians 5, verse 19 and 20 says, the works of the flesh, there's many of them, but here's some of them. The works of the flesh become evident, manifest on the outside. You can't keep it on the inside of you just as thoughts. It always begins as thoughts. Jesus said again, Again, that murder doesn't start when you stab somebody or kill somebody. It starts with hatred in the heart. And here we have, these are outspringings of the nature of the flesh. It goes on to say that's adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. And the next one is jealousy. Jealousy comes from the flesh, not from the spirit. Jealousy comes from Satan himself, not from God. It comes from the nature of your flesh, not from the spirit living inside of you, the Holy Spirit, or your human spirit that's been recreated. It comes from the nature of the flesh, which carries the curse that was placed on the ground. And therefore it comes from Satan, the actual cause of the curse in this earth. Jealousy is a sin related to rejection of the word. In a believer's heart, it's it's seen, first of all, in an unbeliever. We're going to talk about here that jealousy really can erupt as a Christian. And we need to know how to handle it when it comes up. Listen, it's going to come up, okay? It's inside of you. But when it comes up, you need to be able to push it down. In other words, any sin inside of you, in your uh, flesh, can come out if you allow it to. But if you don't allow it to, you come back at it with the word. I love what Jesus did. When Satan came at him with three temptations, Jesus said to every one of them, it is written and quoted a verse. This is what we need to be doing, studying the word of God, not only so we can make ourselves more of a walk, a person walking with Jesus Christ, more of a spiritual believer, but also his power over Satan who comes to tempt us. So jealousy is seen in the unbeliever. Let's take a look at Romans chapter one. This is defining the world without Jesus Christ, a person in the world who rejects Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter one, verse 28 and 29, it says, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a, King James calls it a reprobate mind. Here it's a debased mind. To do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, 
maliciousness, full of envy. Here's another word for jealousy. We could say this full of jealousy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. It goes on and on, but I want you to notice that jealousy here is a person that did not retain God in their knowledge, and that is an unbeliever. But let's also take a look at it in a believer. Look at James chapter 3. We're going to take a look at verses 14 through 16, and this is again defining what causes jealousy in the heart of a believer. Now again, we can do any sin that a sinner can do except reject Jesus. We've already accepted him. But anything beyond that, a believer can do, and he does it by listening to his flesh. Now a believer doesn't separate himself from going to heaven, but he separates himself from joy and peace and productivity in life, and he also separates himself from rewards in heaven, a tremendous lack of rewards. But God simply is telling us here that we have power over sin if we will, in our heart, follow after the Holy Spirit, if we in our heart will push down the temptations of the flesh and bring it under the word and under the power of the Holy Spirit. If you live in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And if you hide God's word in your heart, then you will not sin against him. So the power of the word and the power of the walk of the Holy Spirit keeps us away from sin. Although sin will always be there to try to tempt us, we can have the power over it. James chapter three, verses 14 through 16 says, if you have bitter envy, this is jealousy, and self-seeking in your heart. You couldn't get a better definition of jealousy than self-seeking, self-centeredness. It's all about me. It goes on to say, again, if you have bitter envy, jealousy, and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic, for where jealousy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. This word simply says that jealousy can be the root of all these sins that can come out of it. And think about that, jealousy, envy, strife, all these things were inside of Lucifer and caused him to even rebel against God. So we have it here. If it worked in, in Lucifer, it can certainly work in us, but we have something Lucifer lost, his relationship with God. We have a relationship with God and God has given us his word. He's given us the Holy Spirit. And if we choose to walk in that, then we become spiritually minded and we can refuse the lusts of the flesh, the temptations that come against us. But you understand something, we're talking about something that works 24 hours a day. Inside of you, there's that constant pressure from Satan, sometimes worse than others, our flesh pushing harder than ever to follow after the ways of the world. It was jealousy that crucified Jesus. Mark chapter 15 and verse 10 says, he knew the chief priest had handed him over because of envy. They were jealous of Jesus. I know they came out with every kind of political thing. I know they tried to come at him with religious things like, oh, he's trying to blaspheme, all these different things. But you know what it was? They couldn't stand his popularity. And they were envious of him. They were jealous of him. And the bigger the crowds got, the angrier they got because they were leaving the Pharisees and following after Jesus. Jesus walked in righteousness. They walked in carnality. They walked in sin, but they wanted the people to follow after them. The main thing about religion is they love crowds. I like crowds too, and I'm glad when crowds come. But I want them to come not because I want them to come. I want them to because they want to come and hear the word of God. This 
this is what causes crowds to come for a good reason. Jesus had bigger crowds than they did, but that didn't mean Jesus was sinning more than they were. No, they had the crowds because they had control of them, but pretty soon Jesus came along and preached the gospel of grace and people began to follow him because he also had signs and wonders and miracles. He came for the love of people. And for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And Jesus was there to announce it, to speak on it for three years. Then he went to the cross to die and to show his love for them. So again, Mark chapter 15, verse 10, for he knew the chief priest had handed him over because of jealousy or of envy. Jealousy motivated the religious acts against Paul. Acts chapter 13 and verse 45 says, when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy, uh, jealousy. Same thing that happened with Jesus now is happening with Paul. And as Paul's ministry is getting bigger and bigger, and they see that all these crowds following after him, it went on to say, and contradicting and blaspheming, they opposed the things spoken by Paul. This is said exactly the same way in chapter 17 and verse five of Acts, because it happened over and over and over again in Paul's ministry that the Jews were jealous of the things that were happening in Paul's ministry. And then they end up trying to kill him. But again, he kept escaping until finally his life was taken by him, but he went to heaven at the end of his calling, at the end of his ministry. So uh, chapter seven and verse nine, jealousy caused Joseph's brothers to sell him. I mean, we look at that and they think, well, they just, they hate him. No, they were jealous of him. He was popular with their dad. He always kept his word. He had a heavenly vision. They did not. And because of their carnality, they hated their brother. And so jealousy caused this hatred. Acts chapter seven and verse nine says, then the patriarchs, this is the sons of Jacob, becoming envious, uh, jealous, they sold Joseph into Egypt. Jealousy split the nation of Israel. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 13 says, also the envy of Ephraim will depart and the adversaries of Judah will be cut off. The nation split into the 10 Northern tribes, the two Southern tribes. And what happened was because of that, the split came, but what was it? It was envy that caused all that to come, which is jealousy and caused the split in Israel. Next of all, Numbers chapter five, verse 11 through 31 tells us there was a separate offering for jealousy in Israel. It was so powerful that God had a separate offering. Again, Numbers chapter five, verses 11 through 31, too long to mention, but you can look it up for yourself and be blessed as you read it. That again, this is a power that God has and tells us be careful of the power of jealousy. There is a spiritual jealousy God has for us, but it's for love for the right reason. And again, God can be jealous over us, but the reason why is because he loves us and there is a jealousy that actually is, is good. Okay, I'm not saying all jealousy is bad. There's a good jealousy. I mean, it's good for a husband. He's somewhat jealous of his wife. I mean, she kind of appreciates it. That if some man looks at her and kind of, you know, grins at her something, you become a little jealous. She likes that. A little bit is okay, but that's a good jealousy based on love, not on the wrong reasons that evil jealousy is that comes from your flesh or from the devil. Jealousy can also not only a little bit be of it good in a marriage, it can be terrible. It can destroy the love in a marriage. Song of Solomon chapter eight, verses six and seven says, for love is as strong as death and jealousy as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire. See, jealousy becomes controlling. 
The wives of jealous husbands become servants to the husband. They have to give account of their location throughout the day. Husbands become angry at any man who looks at his wife and jealousy leads to verbal and physical abuse against the wife later on. Jealousy is self-destructive. It produces sickness and death. Job chapter five and verse two says, envy slays the simple. That's jealousy can slay a person who's ignorant. Proverbs 14, 30. Envy is rottenness to the bones. Jealousy can destroy your health. Jealousy is one of the strongest mental sins found in the word of God. Proverbs chapter 27 and verse four, wrath is cruel and anger is a torrent, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Again, we find the truths of it throughout the word of God. And I'm simply saying today, if you're surrounded by jealousy or you have jealousy on your own, go to God, ask him to forgive it and then stand on the word of God and grow in the things of God. And you'll be able to conquer jealousy in you and literally lead the productive life that God is looking for. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll see you next time. You can order resources, become a partner, or browse free articles and podcasts by visiting our website at bobyandian.com. You can also join our mailing list and receive weekly devotions and the latest ministry updates. If you would like to contact Bob Yandian Ministries, visit bobyandian.com and click on Contact. To contact us by mail, use the address on your screen. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. We'll see you next time on Student of the Word with Bob Yandian.